bench was home base for all our games of Ring Alivio. The object of the game was to run back and forth from the fence at one end of the field to the bench at the other end without being tagged. When winter came, we had great snowball fights in the snow fort we built. One winter, the snow was so deep, workers had to dig a tunnel for people to walk under to cross the road. Cars drove right underneath it, too. By lunchtime, we were really hungry. We each brought our own food and a lunchbox. The kids who sat near Oscar Bryan were lucky. His mother packed the best peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, enough for five of us. The schoolroom was heated by a wood-burning pot-bellied stove. Many a cold day we never took our coats off, or even our hats. We had no bathroom in this school. Instead, there was a little wooden outhouse high up on the hill behind the school. In winter, we boys often didn't go all the way up there. Miss Rundle Southworth always complained, Now, boys, don't let me see those yellow holes in the snow. But still we did it. The girls weren't so lucky. They had to climb all the way up to the outhouse. One year, when we had started third grade, we found a surprise waiting for us. A shiny new tile bathroom stood inside the school. The kids stood gaping in amazement. Many of them had never seen a toilet before. They lived in farmhouses without indoor plumbing. Our teacher, Miss Berry, patiently showed us how to flush the toilet and how the seat went up and down. Even the roll of toilet paper had to be explained. In our simple little school, every one of us learned how to locate on the map any country or city in the world, any ocean, lake, or river, any mountain range, or any desert. We learned the names of all the U.S. government officials, the president, the vice president, cabinet members, senators, and congressmen. We recited these facts over and over so many times they stuck. I know them to this day, and I have always kept track of who's in office. Since there were two or three grades in every room, you couldn't help hearing what kids in the other grades were learning. And when you forgot something, you could pick up some of last year's work to help you remember. I listened so well, I skipped fourth grade. Luckily, even though I was small for fifth grade, I was good at baseball. That kept the farm kids off my back for skipping ahead. Springtime brought flies. Millions of them. Over the weekend, the whole school was fumigated to kill them. On Monday, the only way we could stand the smell was to open the windows. We had no screens, so in came more flies. Sticky flypaper hung all over the room to trap them, but it didn't help much. One day, we heard exciting news. The one-room schoolhouse in Dover Furnace, the neighboring town, shut down. The kids in that school were moving to our school. We couldn't wait to see them all. We stood outside to greet them, expecting a whole busload. Were we surprised when a pickup truck arrived and only three kids got out, two boys 
and a girl named Kay Brush. No wonder they closed that school. I didn't expect that my place as number one in the spelling and history bees would be in danger. When we lined up, I was first as usual, the new girl was right behind me. I was asked to spell occasion. No problem. I knew there are two C's and one S in that word. K. Brush knew that too. The teacher then went through the line and came back to me. My next word was chrysanthemum. I spelled C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-T-H-A-M-U-M. Wrong. K then spelled C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-T-H-E-M-U-M. She knew the trick. There is a the in that word. I'm...